0: This is Joe Kwan, The Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, creator of the Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of their people. So today's episode is going to be based on some concepts from the Thrive Guide portion of my Everybody Thrives program, which is really how do you navigate through an environment where your... Um, advancement is still considered an anomaly because if you're in that, unfortunately, in that subset or that category, you're going to be experiencing challenges in a context that is different perhaps than people who are expected to succeed in an organization because most of leadership already looks or comes from a group similar to them. So today we're going to talk about something that's very important to everyone, which is your name. Right, and people uh, not like me, right? Joe, it's very hard. I, I challenge you to mispronounce my name, Joe or Joseph. Uh, there was one uh, car dealer once when we were shopping for cars, and he was like, Joe Fisquan. But other than that, I re- really haven't had anyone mispronounce my name, it's pretty hard. but other people especially if you have an ethnic name or a name that doesn't have its roots in you know the english language it can be really difficult for people uh, at your office to pronounce and what can be even more challenging is when you try to get them to pronounce them correctly um, often the response can be defensiveness or even worse gaslighting right they make it seem like you're making a big deal out of nothing um, and then sometimes if people are in a position of, of power, uh, they may even bully you and call you by the wrong name. I was interviewing someone and um, to this day, she still regrets allowing someone to call her the wrong name, a manager for a long time and not correcting them and having to carry that shame of someone just calling them by another name and just sort of swallowing that for you know whatever her reasons were. Uh, at the time. So today I want to talk about that issue and a fix and a way to approach that, which importantly actually raises your stature in an organization and raises your performance, right? So I don't want you to think of it as a a risk or or a challenge that's very difficult to overcome. I want you to think of it as a strategy uh, once you understand it and once you hone it and you can deploy it well, it was actually going to pull you into higher estimation in your organization. So a couple principles to follow. So the first one is this approach should be pretty much taken every time from the lowest person in the organization to someone on your team, to a client, even to people you manage, even the CEO. Every time someone butchers your name, the approach should be exactly the same. Because what happens is if you spend a lot of time hemming and hawing and worrying about whether it's the right time and weighing the odds, one, you're going to chicken out. And a lot of times, and two, even when you do do it, you're going to be so preoccupied with fear and anxiety that you're not actually going to be able to do it in a way that's effective. Now, the one time where I would say maybe don't do this is where it's totally inappropriate, right? It's it's life-threatening. There's something, you know, going on. You're... You're a firefighter and you're rescuing someone and someone mispronounces your name and, you know, you got the jaws of life and you're trying to pull someone out of the car or like there's a fire, there's a fire and the beam's about to fall down and, and you stop for pronunciation. No, right? So use your professional judgment. There are scenarios, maybe not as serious, you know, as that, where in your professional judgment, it, it's really better just to address it a little bit later. So that's not based on fear and anxiety. That's based on prof- good professional judgment and timing. But generally, those scenarios aren't that often. I think in most instances, probably more often than you think, um, you're going to be able to implement this and it will be to your benefit. So the first step um, is to really, uh, I call this, uh, my son and I came up with this, I call this the CRAP method C, period, R, period, A, period, P, period. Calm, respectful always polite. So what we try to do, and and my son and I, we like, you know, play this game where we like insult each other and try to respond, you know, with crap. So what we say is, you know, when people give you crap, you give them crap right back. And the reason why this is an important principle is when you bring sort of a heightened blame or uh, aggression or anger towards the dialogue that you're about to have, then people will sense that intuitively and they will not be able to respond in the way that will create a positive experience for either of you, for both of you. So however, when you are calm, respectful, and always polite, it it allows you to advance the conversation forward and to get a result which is gonna be better for both of you and the organization. So that's the first principle. Always respond with crap, right? Calm, respectful, always polite, no matter how horrible the person's being. The second step is to lead with a shared value, right? People generally don't like being corrected. Um, They can get defensive. I know I'm guilty of that as well. However, people do love being told you know, I share a value as you and that you honor this value. So um, an easy one to uh, sort of rally around is something like respect. And you can pick another shared value that that this person um, you're dealing with has. And, you know, you can say something like, you know, oh, you know, I see my name is difficult for you to pronounce. Um, You know, I just want you to know that, you know, I see you as someone who really values respect and that's important to you. And I want you to know if you ever feel disrespected by me, I hope you would let me know. And, you know, just to let you know, you know, when people pronounce my name properly, it makes me feel respected and I can do my best work. Right. So sort of rally around a a shared goal rather than saying you're bad, saying this is something that you really value. And by pronouncing my name properly, then we're going to share in this value together and have, you know, the benefit. Now, this third step, crucially important, is to hold the person accountable, right? And an easy way to do this is, um, this works for a lot of things, it's called an if-then statement. So you can say something like, if you're having trouble pronouncing my name, then I will help you. As long as it takes, as many times as it takes, because I want us both to feel comfortable, I want you to feel respected, and I would like to feel respected as well. So those are the three kind of principles or steps. The first one is respond with crap. The second one is focus on a shared value, right? Not not blame or deficiency, but focus on something that you both agree on and couch pronouncing your name properly as a value and in alignment with value. And the third thing is don't let people off the hook. You know, hold them accountable and let them know you are going to hold them accountable in, you know, a friendly professional way if you mispronounce my name which we've already established as it would not you know uh, align with our shared value then i will help you not i will correct you not i will fix your mistake i will help you because i want to have the same value as you and i want you to enjoy that value as well so i actually have an article um, in addition to this being part of uh, the everybody thrives Curriculum and course as part of the thrive guide. I also have an article uh, that I written on it with some more details I'll share that link uh, in in the show notes so one thing I'd love for you to do today is think about um, Situations where uh, you have had a challenge with someone who uh, was upsetting you and Did you respond with crap and if you didn't if you had responded with crap would that have went better? and how did you feel if you just let it slide, because we are all responsible for creating or being part of creating the culture that we want to live in and it affects others as well. So silly example I like to use, you know, if you invite someone over your house and they come in and they put their feet up on your dining room table and you don't say anything, well, what do you expect when other people start putting their feet up on your dining room table? If you don't address it immediately at the first instance, then you are actually part partially responsible for creating this culture or this expectation that this is okay well thanks for joining us on diversity bites this content is informed by the everybody thrives program which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of their people learn how at connectioncounselor.com i'm joe kwan the connection counselor remember when it comes to unlocking higher performance diversity bites belonging.